IG live. Bear with me, folks, as I get this together. Because I'm kind of lit at the moment. <laughs> not appearing. Alright, there we go. Let me just introduce you, folks. Um, this is the Mouthpiece Hustlers Podcast. How's it going, everyone? My name's Amadi Gray. Yo, this is your boy, Quito Black. And as usual, Cisco. Now, this is the first time I'm going IG live with this, so. You know, it's one of many in the series. Um, pretty much what I'm going to be doing on the Mouthpiece Hustle podcast is bringing in talent, bringing in business-minded people, people that are hustlers, entrepreneurs, creatives, freelancers, people that are just doing it in the game. Um, whether, you know, they're on a hot streak or whether they're OGs, you know, that have been doing it for some time. I mean, hey, it's always a, a blessing to learn from the greats and a blessing to, to learn from the ones that haven't fucked up yet. there we go but without further ado um i just got done wrapping up a shoot with my boy and uh man i'm hella lit telling you (laughs) yo man so you want to put that down or do you want to hold that oh no no no. shit i'm yeah okay just making sure well so anyway we got just got done wrapping up a shoot over here in sac and it was a 420 shoot thankfully and it's nice to always see people who are you know 420 friendly which just means you know that there's a growing demographic still and with that said a little bit about me is um i get my name kudo black from kudo means black in japanese which is the color and i believe in not only the color but the essence of black as well there's a lot to it you know and if you want to get nerdy about it in jedi's white is good and then the set is the dark side and there's more to it but you know yin and yang i would say I like to be even i'm from san jose moved there since i was a kid and now i'm here and, you know, it's just a really, really, really influencing to see that how Sacramento had a standing base. And it seems that people around you just, they have all this talent and everything love to bring to the table. But we're being quiet about it for some reason. So now I just want to say, like, you know, we got to get out here. We got to just be active. We got to be who we are because it's 2019. Sacramento's only getting bigger and more compact. And it's not actually getting any smaller, so... <clears throat> and Amada, if you want to chime, chime in on that, man, because what you're doing is, you know, you're, you're putting together a creative space. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. Uh, in Sacramento, you know, just what you're talking about, it's growing. There's a lot of creatives that want to create. They want to do podcasts, YouTube videos. They want to create their own merch. Um, my video. Uh, thanks for tuning in again, guys. But, you know, they may not have the resources, uh, you know, the technology or even uh the community to help them do that. So what one thing I wanted to provide is an open space for creators in Sacramento to come in and you know shoot whatever they need to shoot, create whatever they need to create for free. Uh, and we all build one brand as an alliance. We all get our content out there and help each other grow and network and become who we really want to be, what we see in our head, but we just need a little help to get there. And, and drop the links for them. How, how can they get in touch um, and get more information? Get in touch with me. Follow me on all social platforms at Amadi Gray. That is A-M-A-D-I-G-R-E-Y. You can also check out my website at amadigray.com. And join the alliance. You know, we're, we're growing something really big. We're already in different countries right now. Uh, everyone just repping one brand. You know, being able to sub-brand, create their own merch under the alliance. We create everything and ship it to them. Uh, they don't have to touch anything or spend anything. Uh, it's really cool. Check it out. Uh, so, yeah. Hey. So, I mean, we got good vibes going on. And well, my boy Kudo Black, you know, uh, a little bit behind the scenes, um, he, he has a different style than what I normally shoot. I normally shoot a lot of 
more uh, hip-hop urban type of feel but I wanted to step out of my boundaries and I actually wanted to push it when I when I thought about this 420 shoot I thought about man weed is something that brings every everyone together right you know like who doesn't like smoking weed you know I mean some of them you know don't partake you know of course but hey you know you gotta respect them for that but yeah, exactly you know hey what's up call me Ferrari and then um, but yeah so Kudo Black <clears throat> uh, let us know kind of what got you here to begin with you know like what was it like growing up where you grew up you know what piqued your interest when it came to getting into into this creative you know world that you have going on because I think we all have a, an idea of you know how our world should be so like how, how did that all come to fruition for you so everything to get to like actually came here today I would say is growing up in San Jose how most of my family and friends are still down there so it's not that it's you know lonely up here but you know friends and people you meet come and go I feel like down there it's just a different vibe remember g he said something like the Bay Area just has a certain energy or some shit and that's probably the one thing I probably agree with g Easy on, with a lot of things. But, you know, amongst that, it's whatever. Um, it's all good down there. You know, Detroit's now getting in love with the Bay, so it's a different kind of energy. And I'm trying to bring energy to the table, which is why I believe that Nance is a black. It's something you can see and feel. I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing, but, you know, coming from here... In Sacramento, everything going on with today's society, everything's not good and everything's not bad. But you know, with yin and yang, you can see both sides and there be a balance. I just want to be, for lack of better words, the shadow to help you see the light because things could be worse. But I guess some people don't always realize that. Because I really, I don't know, 
not to sound corny, but let's be positive here. I mean, I'm like a positive dude <laughs> <laughs> by any means. And I guess that's the point. But like Tyler said in 2011, shout out to Igor. I'm a fucking walking paradox. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Damn. Oh man. Damn. <laughs> he made the reference. Yeah. Man. So you know, I'm really into music and fashion. Push me, and that's what I'm into: <laughs> philosophy and psychology. And if words fail, I believe fashion and the way you present yourself and express yourself doesn't. You know? And your energy, yeah, that's yeah. huge. So like, you know, like some people say certain things are bad or whatever. It's yeah, but maybe it's a different way. To, I don't know. It's another conversation to be had, but hey. I, I want to give everyone a chance to, you know, check out the space as well, because I mean, this is so it's beautiful. Yeah, just, just this room right now. <laughs> yeah. Just this room. Uh, the second room is being remodeled. It's going to be a lot bigger. It's going to be the second room is going to be uh, really used for a lot of photo shoots, video work. Uh, this room uh, is probably half the size of the larger room. Again, it could be used for video. I'm going to be shooting a lot of video here myself. Great for podcasting. Uh, great for little, you know, mini shoots if you don't have, you know, large equipment that you need the bigger space for. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Boom. And Teme- Temecula Airbnb. All right, we got an Airbnb page. What's up? What's up? So, Amadi, I want to touch base on what launched the creative space for you. The creative space. So, that's actually a, quite of a long story. I try to sum it up. Uh, I built a company previously that, uh, again, like what you're talking about, a leg fell off. You know, a lot of my team left. Uh, I was really stressed, went through a really small depression, and fell back into music. But as doing that, as a marketer, I knew that I had to get my music out there a little differently and do some re- really creative marketing. Um, and so this is just one of those tactics really, and that's networking. I believe every single musician, if you're making music, but you're just in your room posting it on social media, it's not gonna do anything, you know? Uh, you're maybe gonna get your, your handful of inner circle friends to listen to it, you know, put the little fire emoji under it here and there, <laughs> no, bro. But you're not really gonna develop into push your music out there to the world because one, you're not meeting new people, not networking, and you're not collaborating with as many people as you should be. Uh, I believe in having an active candidate list which should always be growing. Every single day, you should be meeting new people. Uh, Starbucks, you know, through your friends, going out to the bar, you should be meeting people and putting those people on a mental list, if not a written down list, saying, hey, how can I collaborate with this person? How can I help him or her you know, developing what they're doing creatively, uh, and how can we, how can I use them to better my music or to better, you know, my brand, whatever your brand may be. If you're doing a podcast, you may want to have them on your podcast. They may have something really interesting to talk about. I'm pretty sure Cisco meets a lot of interesting people that he's going to have on podcasts. Oh yeah. I mean, just, just alone, just, you know, being here earlier on, um, you know, if it's okay to mention, you know, we, yeah. we, we had a, you know, good amount of people that were here, um, Thanks to Amadi, you know, that we were able to meet, um, you know, some uh, trendy and then um, it was uh, Kaylee, Katie, Katie. So, you know, pretty cool people, you know, good vibes. um, And we we definitely are interested in working with anyone that is looking um, to collaborate with people because we know how it is. Um, You know, me starting out, um, you know, if you guys don't already know. I had a group, I had a modeling group, you know, I started out with the office space and, you know, had the, had the photographers, had the makeup artists and, you know, we were doing our thing and stuff like that. 
But, you know, sometimes people grow out of, you know, the capabilities of what you're able to handle. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, people are able to um, find better things for themselves. Yep. And, you know, other people just ain't it. You know, they just <laughs> ain't it. <laughs> like, you know, and, and, you know, it's not easy um, being on that path to success, though, because um, if it was easy, everyone, you know, would have it. So. The, the only true testament that you have to say that you are successful is to look back at everything that you've done in your life and be able to say, yeah, from when I started up until now, damn right I've been successful. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know like, like yeah. you've just been progressing. Um, no matter how many L's you take, the W's will always outweigh them. Yep. The W's will always outweigh them. <clears throat> they, they don't count how many losses you have. They count how many rings you have. Hey. <laughs> There we go. So this is an interesting topic to talk about. You have people, again, that will look at the rings that you have on your finger, but then you will always have those people that are just watching you to wait until you fail so that they can they can go, okay, we knew you were going to fail. We knew this wasn't going to be, you know, this big thing that you're trying to build. We knew this wasn't going to be a popping podcast. And you have those people out there that are just waiting on your losses to talk about it. How do you feel like energy-wise you should approach that? Like, um, especially, like, if, if you hear them, you know, talking negatively about your brand or even posting negatively about your brand, what should you do? Should you ignore it? Like, uh, uh, snap be, back? I mean, I'm not back. That actually brings up uh, something that we talked about, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, about hate. <laughs> hate. I did some really creative marketing. That's just that's that's what we're talking about. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I think we all do it too because because if you think about it, when, when we flaunt those things that we earn from from our success, you know, like the nice car, the nice house, or, you know, beautiful women, or you know, if, if you're a female, you know, beautiful men, whatever. But it's just. You, you see people react that way all the time, yeah. regardless of who it is. It could be the next door neighbor, they just got a new dog, you know, and, and the neighbor next door is going to be like, oh, why does he get a dog? Why can't I have, you know, a companion or a pet, you know, like some petty shit. Some petty shit. <laughs> some real petty shit. So, I mean, it, it, I think it's human nature because it's, jealousy is not always bad. Jealousy can spark and motivate someone to do something. Whether the behavior is appropriate, you know, that, that has to be checked, but in, in all fairness, it is to say that, you know, hate does fuel. I mean, hate is more powerful than love, you know, because you're, you're desiring something that you can't have. I heard something a while back. Uh, it said um, jealousy is connected to um, uh, being inspired by the person, or jealousy is connected to, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, admiration. Uh, I heard that somewhere, and it really had me start thinking. Who are the people that, you know, I may be envious of? And what are kind of the traits that they have that I wish that I would have? So instead of when you have someone that's really, uh, you know, downing what you're doing, or they may be just jealous, they're actually the people that are being inspired by you. You just need to learn how to give them inspiration and have them maybe turn their tables of, you know, what they're, you know, hating on you about. All of your haters... They wish they could be doing something that you're doing. That's what I think. That's what I think. But they don't either. They don't know how. They don't have the connections, the resources, the education, the um, technology to do so. Uh, and maybe that's why they're so angry inside. I think 
if I were to put it in layman terms, the easier way from being the dark place that I was or probably still am in is that it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile. And if you want to put that in real life terms, you know, if people are really hating on you, like, oh, I, we know it, bro. Like, we knew it. it. It's, it's pretty much like they were holding on to something and then mm. they can just go, Whoa. dude, all right, you know what? You fucking know it. Like, like I just knew you, you were bound to not do that or whatever. That's an interesting thought, right? So, but if it takes less to smile, which it does when people can easily laugh, tell me you're going to freaking like frown when you're high or on like some kind of thing that's making you actually feel good. Hmm. Um, I mean, okay, acid and stuff will do that, but that's a real psychological drug. But other things that it's just like for quick pleasure, I would say probably weed or something. It's really hard to frown. <laughs> Unless you're throwing up. Uh, then, you're, then you're not doing either. I've had some bad times. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bro, then you're doing, was, you're doing something else. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh. You're working out something else. But, you know, if people are easily hating like that, then that means they're purposely putting on energy that you probably shouldn't be focusing on. Too. True. You know, it's, like I said, it's really easy to smile. How, if um, we're talking about that, of course, you know, as all creatives, we all have, I saw this meme and it kind of made me think about it. It said, we all have two moods as creatives. And then one was a picture of Bart Simpson. He's like marching out his house like big lots of pants saying, I'm the best. And then another image was Bart Simpson in his bed, like kind of, you know, uh, curled up in a ball, uh, just really like done, and, like <laughs> defeated. Uh, and I believe, you know, when I saw that, I'm like, dang, that's me. And it's so hard. Like when I'm, when I'm motivated, I get so much shit done. But when I'm in that zone, it's just dark and I'm depressed and unmotivated. How can you get over that quicker than normally? Like, how do you stay motivated? How do you stay motivated? I would say, me personally, I don't want to sound like a negative Nancy, but I would get the, the, the feelings or the notions of being happy and motivated not mixed up anymore. Hmm. Because I'm telling you right now, it's hard for me as we speak. Even the hardest times for me to be the mornings and nights. Okay. Right now, it's neither. Like, we're doing something, you know, we're actually putting in energy and time, but then come nighttime in the morning, like, you're really alone. Yeah, whole by lot. yourself. Yeah, that's like, what it is. What's motivating, like, that feeling when you get older, not to sound old, but it's, what am I getting up for kind of thing. Yeah. It used to be like, you know, yeah, thank God, I thank the Lord I wake up every day for the breath he gives me, but at the same time, <clears> you know, there's just like, there's more... I guess it's just a matter of me overthinking things and trying to balance everything out instead of just picking one thing. Like, Alright, I'm going to stick to it. Mm. Then just do it. But I believe happiness is a mental vacation compared to motivation is the drive that pushes you there. I see. Huh. And it's different thing. I think happiness, like let's just say, if people are continuously happy, let's be honest. It's always happy. <laughs> always happy, no matter what. It's kind of weird. Like, what's driving you you're not always sober or something but there's no way that this is possible yeah. when you think there's something up unusual if what are they doing they put on a front hmm. or are they really happy what's making them that happy yeah. what's really making them that happy kind of one thing. person that seems like they're always happy no matter what and he posts a lot of media so it's covering a lot of his time throughout the day is Gary V oh, but yeah. here's the thing yeah. if we can, if we can all agree right now that you know what we're doing here I'm feeling pretty good right now because yeah. we're creating, because yeah. we're, we're getting stuff done. You know what I mean? Everywhere else, like when I'm getting stuff done, I feel like driven and I feel like there's fire under my ass. But again, in the mornings, 
at night, you know, when I'm alone, you know, relaxing the idleness, I feel the worst. And it's always, it's always like that. But one thing I noticed about Gary, he's always going, bro, and, yeah. but he's always happy. So could that be the key? Is uh, actually doing makes yeah. gives gives you more motivation and then gives you that happiness that you're looking for yeah. because you're doing. I, I guess I guess that would be kind of like an equation because <laughs> because it. I mean, the business. What's up, bro? Yeah, what's up? Uh, but yeah, I think like motivation and and drive can be can be confusing because someone can have drive. Not everyone can can be motivated. You know, you can you can push someone and give them drive. You know, but you can't motivate them. You can't you can't push them past their will. Damn. You know, some people they they have the will to just keep going. You know, where they can run through a brick wall. So that's like kind of like Gary Vee, where he's just running through brick wall, yeah. and he's been doing it for so long. It's just like lifestyle. You know, that's that's the lifestyle. Yeah, you know? He's used so, to it. Yeah. So you get you get numb to it. You get numb to falling down. You get numb to the scrapes. You know, you get numb to the bruises. You get numb to the rejection because you're just like it's another day in the office. That is a good topic right there. Rejection. Rejection. Yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna touch on that. We're, we're yeah. on that. Damn. Yeah, Gary Vee. That's, that's another thing. It's hard to like, you know, stay motivated. I feel like for me, it's getting up early. Yeah. Because I I have done it before, and when I do, I feel so good. Yeah. Right. Like get up hella early in the morning, go to the gym, and then boom. Do you know? Do work on a computer, go network with people, and I'm I feel motivated by doing that. But that's the biggest challenge for me is getting up that early. Like I fucking hate it, bro. Yeah. And like, um, yeah. But it's in like going back talking about Gary Vee. He's always up early. So uh, I feel like at least for me, if we if we can all agree, we have different uh, areas that could get us there, could get us more motivation, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think for me, it would be you know getting up early and figuring out how to do that consistently because sometimes I can be a lazy fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, it's not bad to be lazy though it's, it's not bad to be lazy yo. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got you got to give yourself rest or else you won't be able to keep you know keep doing the things that you enjoy doing like you gotta, yeah you really gotta have those days where you just have yourself because you don't want to be a machine you don't want to be a robot <laughs> turn you love into a job mm. yeah. uh, that, that's where that's where you fuck up I feel like that's where a lot of uh, you know big artists and musicians start to get depressed and it happens a lot even actors and comedians I feel like that's what's happening at first you know it was a hobby you know they started getting paid which started to be great but then it became boom they have to show up to this interview they have to do this show they can't back out or they're gonna you know lose a lot of money uh, and a lot of connections uh, and so that's where I feel like they get kind of thrown off yeah that's true a lot of artists sometimes don't even know what they're getting into unfortunately I've never artists today but that's why I don't like comparing like this is a little different subject but if we're going to talk about artists the people won't say SoundCloud rappers and compare them to like OGs of the past like come on dude you guys got signed <laughs> come on dude every single one of you got signed differently and y'all know it and you can't really compare that it's like comparing Michael Jordan and LeBron James my personal opinion, like that's really hard to do. Two different positions, two different eras, completely, even though they're both really great players. Yeah. You know, 
I mean, no, exactly, Kobe Bryant. I mean, T-Mac, come on. And, well, T-Mac, he was just dunk. Something for the era. So, I mean, this whole thing started off with, re- what, rejection? Um, Wait, we didn't, I don't think we talked about rejection. Well, just, get, just getting up and just... Just still going. Yeah, yeah. Just getting okay, motivated. Just, yeah, just yeah. finding that drive to do it. Well, like, you know, finding a schedule and sticking to it. That sounds like, you know, if you have nothing, that's something to cling on to if people don't like it. Which is pretty schedule. cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I find that hard, though, to find. I find, I just force myself to do it sometimes. Yeah. For me, I feel like I need a different schedule every day. Yeah. I feel like if I'm doing the same thing every day, it just, uh, there's something about it. Like, like having a job, like, oh my God, and having to do that same schedule, doing the same exact thing every day. That's why, like, um, and it's kind of a conflict with me, but I kind of figured it out. Like, for me, I felt like I had to decide on one thing I wanted to do. Like, I'm a signed actor, you know, I'm, I act, you know, I'm a musician, I play here and there, but it's like, I want to print apparel. You know, I want to have marketing tools like The Circuit, which if you haven't checked out The Circuit, you need to check it out because it's probably going to be the best thing in the world. Um, yeah, this is actually the page right here. The Circuit. Uh, we have monthly giveaways and all you need to do is engage with content. So every single person that signs up for free to The Circuit, they get their content embedded in one link. One link that every single member attached to it is integrated within that link and it redirects all traffic. So when you click on this link, it takes you, let's see who it takes you to. It takes you to a piece of content. And boom, it's a Spotify rapper. Shout out, OT Benz. Uh, send me this video so I can tag him in that. But yeah, <laughs> it could be anything. It works with Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, your own website, your own Shopify, your, your own apparel, like anything you want integrated in that, that link. We promote it, we share it, but anyone that wants to enter in those monthly giveaways, all they have to do is click on that link and check out new content. And we gave out a $50 Amazon gift card the other month. I want to get it to the point where we get about $500. I want to get it to the point where we're sending people on cruises, you know, because it's easy uh, and it's free. So sign up, amadigray.com slash circuit, get in for free, start engaging with some content and get your link to go live and start getting some engagement. So for me, I want to do all this stuff, right? But I felt like I had to choose one thing and me, you know, having a job, me, me just acting, me just doing music, there would be a point in time where... I get tired of just doing that. And I'm like, man, dude, I, why am I so unmotivated? But when I have all of these things going on, uh, I read this this book called uh, Four Hour Work Week. I kind of want to implement that within my life, but take each of those hours that I'm working and focus on a different aspect of my brand. I marked it all down. My brand is broken down into five different pillars and working on each one of those pillars whenever I feel like it. There may be a day I don't want to pick up my guitar sitting over in there in the corner. I may not want to play it today. I don't I don't want to have to play it. You know what I mean? If I'm getting paid to go do shows, but there's one month or two months, three months out, and I don't want to play guitar, I don't want to have to play it because that won't make it fun. That won't make it, uh, you know, my passion anymore. It's because I'm forced to, because that's my only form of income. No, if I want to take a break from music, I want to put my guitar in the corner and book more acting gear, uh, gigs. Call up my agent and be like, hey, I, I want to do more gigs in LA. I want to do more gigs in San Francisco this month. Start booking them. Let's let's get to work. Shoot more headshots. Get my demo reel updated. But hey, a month, 
uh, in December, I may not want to act. I may want to just focus on, you know, sending some more people on some cruises with the circuit, you know, really highlighting artists, you know, bringing them on, you know, my top show topic, which is coming out directly after my music video and do whatever I want creatively. That one, of course, is building networks, networking with new people, building income and building an overall life that I feel like I won't have to feel like I need to escape from. Does that, does that make sense? I know it's a lot. Yeah. I just um, gave you guys a piece of my mind. But, um, <laughs> I'll try to get in uh, yeah. you know, the Amadi yeah. phase right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just, I, yeah. I got you. But that's dope, though, because uh, well, cause when I got into the game and I, and I was managing, you know, the talent and, you know, the freelancers, you know, I started, you know, giving them, you know, kind of like the resources of like, hey, you know, this is what you got to do do this stuff first don't try to rush it all you know all at once like actually take your time and like you said it's similar to the four hour work week like you say you focus one you know one thing one day at a time and you get better at you know um there's that saying you know fear the don't fear the person that you know does a thousand kicks you know one time you know, yeah fear, fear the person that practices that one kick it a thousand times and that's what i struggle with so, I'm like, am I doing the right thing, wanting to do these different things and focusing on all of them? Or should I only be focusing on playing the guitar in the corner? You know what I mean? But then when I do that, I'm like, man, I have so many ideas, uh, you know, for products, for merchandise, for, you know, acting skits, et cetera, et cetera, that I want to do. But should I do it and not try to try to build something out of it and just do music? That's what I was struggling with the most because I read this one book called The One Thing and it talks about doing one thing and building that so much to where anything else you do will be beneficial to you because you are already built that one pillar. I just can't do that. I don't know if there's something wrong with me. I can't sit down and just do one thing and build that one thing for months and years well, on end. I, I think I get, I get this myself too. Like I get, I get caught up in thinking what I'm doing is so different than what I was doing yesterday. But in reality, it's it's actually contributing to what I want to get to. Yeah. You know. No. Yeah, that's true. You know. So that like, true, yeah. like I, I I get that way myself where I'm just like fuck like do I re- should I really be doing this? You know, like do do I really need to be putting time into this when I could be putting time into something else? But it's just like nah, don't second guess yourself. Like you're doing that today because that's what you're supposed to do today. You know, like you have your agenda set up. You you already have the idea. You know, you already got it. You know, spoken to the universe. You just living it out now. There we you go. Know? Like you you just doing it. And you you know you know like we all say, we're gonna fall down. We're gonna get back up. Pretty much. You know, and and that's that's how it is. I mean, that's the hustle. That, that's the that's what Gary Vee says. You know, he doesn't define an entrepreneur by the millions that they make. Mm-hmm. He defines the entrepreneur by the person that can't think of even fucking working for someone else yeah, they would rather right? fucking eat shit <laughs> before they work for someone else you know, yeah. like, that you know he defines that as the entrepreneur so like i think the fact that people get to taste that reality when it comes to business they may start the first thing and may not jump off right yeah away. i think we've all experienced that yeah. yeah and then for the most for the most part it does it does hurt and it's like man you know it's not gonna work the second time you try the second time, you know, and it probably lasted longer than the first time. And it still fails. And it still <laughs> fails. <laughs> and you're just like, what the and fuck then, am I doing? And, and then you try a third, a where fourth, it's years, sixth, seventh time, and then maybe the eighth it pops off, but maybe it doesn't. And you go nine, and then ten, and then maybe just maybe 
it gets you to the point where you're like, damn, I actually made it. Yeah. You know? That's deep. That's... But again, That's you never deep. know. You never know. And it's up to you because we all know that we can never understand and never know when that might actually happen. But we have to have the self, the self, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Just the unwavering belief that it's going to get there. And then it just may happen. Uh, so, I mean, I, I still feel like we're all still in that boat. And many of you out there, if you're watching, still may, may be in that boat where you're, you're trying to do something. You're trying to build something uh, because you believe that it's going to be something great. It may get you out of the job, your, your mom and dad out of the job. It may set your kids up for college, et cetera, et cetera. But it's not there yet. And you're still, uh, you know, having conflict within yourself saying, should I keep doing this or should I go the safe route? Should I keep doing this? I could waste years and then fall down and have to go do something else. But what if I give up and it actually was going to pop off and I just gave up too early? I believe that conflict is in all of us. And that's right there is the determination. If one person does choose to stick it out and reach the rewards, they went through that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's what makes them so deserving of everything that's going to come from that. Because they got to the point where they think that shit, they should have given up, uh, quit, you know, went the safe route, et cetera, et cetera. But they stuck with it no matter what. Yeah. And it's sacrifice. But it comes down to the sacrifice. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like you're saying, you know, you're sacrificing <laughs> everything because you're getting to that one place that you know you, you deserve to be. Yeah. It's like, what did it take? Everything. No, for real. Like that's that's real though. Thanos, that out to shout out to Thanos, bro. Hey, but when I seen the second <laughs> I mean like but like when I seen that second movie, the the, the second part, man. The fact that he cut off his head. I was like, they were about that action, bro. Uh, I was like, I was, where was that yeah, in the finish? Yeah, yeah, bro. I was like, you gonna wait until he fucking does, he does, does, does everything. Now you're gonna cut off his head <laughs> after he told you, like, you weren't thinking of that. <laughs> I do understand he wanted to make him feel like how Thor was feeling inside. And that's probably why he went for the chest, because he wanted to stare him in the eye and be like, look, bitch, this is what I felt. This is what you did to me. But then, boom. So the second time, he was like, no. That movie was great. Oh man! Drunk Thor. Who who would have thought oh. Drunk Thor would have been a beast? <laughs> right? He's not my favorite Avenger. <laughs> I feel like that. Infinity War was, I think, a little bit better. I mean, this movie was a uh, was needed. Yeah, it was. It needed. was needed. Honestly, it put all of our predictions finally come to true. Being mm-hmm. a nerd, I am. Five years of oh, how's Tony Stark gonna go out? <laughs> and how's Captain America gonna handle her issue? When? Now five years will come into one movie. And he was like, all right, well, finally, thank you for the send-off, but now what? And I was kind of like, I don't... And I've not seen one episode of Game of Thrones. Me either. Wow, okay. Yeah. Hey. I watched it. Right. Hey. I watched, watched it? it. I, I watched Game of Thrones. That's what you think of the last episode, bro. Yo, I'm not going to spoil it. Spoil it? You just spoiled one of the best-selling movies of like our time. It's been like three right? weeks, bro. Yeah. It's been three weeks. If you yeah. have not seen that movie, you're yeah. I, 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 I got to give the graveyard workers a chance to see because they, they probably yeah. wasn't watching. Oh, but what are your opinions? Oh, fuck. Uh, there we go. Get rid of that call. But, uh, my opinion. Yes. 
being the fucking king, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying so hard now. I feel you. Oh, I got you. All right. I thought it should have been Tyrion. Yeah. I thought it should have been Tyrion. He he did all the shit. Like he he fucked the shit up and fixed the shit and then he fucked it up again. Like you know, like he, I mean, he was trying to pick up his own mess, but yeah. you know, it, you think you know he he helped the kings and he helped the queens, you know, when they needed him the most. And, I mean, he could have died so many times, <laughs> and the fact that he was the only one that could promise Highgarden to the assassin, you know, I was like maybe he might get it. He you know, he might talk to. I know some of these words. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Hey, it is yeah. what it is. Right? Yeah. It Wait, is. making fun of me. Just... No, hey, it is what it is, bro. I haven't seen a single episode. Like, if I were to watch the last episode, I wouldn't know what the fuck is going on. on. But either way, I heard it was rushed. And I, you know what? All I have to say is, and I hope y'all hear this, now you know what us Walking Dead fans feel like after season four. Mm. That was rough. That's all I have to say. Either. Wow. Alright, uh, that was hey after season four. Have you have you seen any like? I've watched the show. I watched the show called The One Hundred. The One. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, no, okay, no. I, I it's a really that. old show, but it came on Netflix and like I never because I never watched TV, right? Yeah. So I always wait until things come on Netflix. But I watched a show a while ago called The Revolution. Got two seasons in. Second season, I left it on a cliffhanger, and then I looked up, okay, when's season three coming out? It said it was canceled. It broke my heart. I never wanted to watch a single thing on Netflix ever again. But then I saw the 100, and some of my, friend, some of my friends talked about it. So I checked it out, looked at how many seasons it had. It was healthy, so I watched it. Healthy. Best show in the world. <laughs> I got three Defined healthy. Three seasons. Like five seasons. Five seasons. Oh, yeah, that's five really healthy. That's healthy. That's like, I can, I can, yeah. I can get emotionally attached to it. Yeah, no, 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 I got I feel so heartbroken. Yeah. So I got three seasons in. Three seasons in, it was popping. Season three was popping. Then season four and season five started to go downhill. But again, I was still satisfied. You know, it was a really good show. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's the only show I really watched. Well, that and Revolution. Revolution broke my heart. That was such a good show. Whoever of you watched Revolution, you understand how good of a show that was. Uh, season two started to get a little weird, so maybe that's why they cut it off. But I really like the characters. Yeah, find it and watch Revolution if you haven't already. And if you haven't watched 100, watch 100. And if you haven't signed up for the circuit for free, go to amadigray.com slash circuit and get your YouTube links on there so we can start promoting it for you and your Instagram accounts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Again, it's free. I mean, or you can engage with the link if you don't want an account and win a gift card because we're going to give it out within the next few weeks. Uh, and then the next month, we're giving out a lot more. So stay tuned. So, it's a Mouthpiece Hustle podcast. Kudo Black. Any last words? Stay safe out there. That's all I have to say. Stay safe, kids. Don't do drugs. Unless it's legal. Unless it's legal. Tell your local legislator if you have a problem with it. (laughs) Don't tell me. I'm not going to do anything about it. Uh, anchor.fm mouthpiece m-o-u-t-h-p-i-e-c-e if you don't know how to spell it but yeah follow it on there check it out